are looking live. I don't believe what I just saw. Anything's possible. Live from the center of the basketball universe, it's the 252. Uh, Sports Talk Radio is done by academics, including... Chris Moore. And... Sam Mulberry. And Chris Garretts. And our special guest... Bank Mulberry. Color commentator, Bank Mulberry. That's Bethel right. superfan, I would say. Bethel superfan and podcasting veteran. I was trying to remember yeah. when Bank made his uh, live from AC Second slash It would be. It would have been we? in December of 2016. We did a Rogue One Star podcast. Star Wars related? Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Which is actually a highly successful episode on this network. In fact, the whole Mulberry <laughs> family is pretty gifted at this. I believe uh, Bank's sister has also done a podcast That's right. through the pencil. Okay. Into the Pensieve? Yes, the, okay. into the Pensieve. All right, so why are we here? Well, we are sitting in HC324, uh, mere yards from... <laughs> a literal stone's throw, really. Exactly. Not that you'd want to throw that stone. But well, for longs. Not too far from the Robertson Center, which is going to host the uh, 2020 Mayak Women's Basketball Championship. Now, careful listeners might recall, this is the last thing we told you to watch for in last week's episode. I said this would be some playoffs that are interesting because... The home team is your uh, number nine nationally ranked uh, Bethel University Royals playing against the number 16 Augsburg um, Augies. Okay. Augies from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, This is kind of, this is one and two in the conference. Uh, It's been a, not actually a heated rivalry throughout time. I think Bethel has a pretty big heated this year. This year it's been pretty, these are the best two teams in the conference and automatic bid to then CAA division three tournament is on the line. So we're going to do kind of a three part live podcast. We're going to start, break down the game for you. Talk about anticipating a big game like this on campus. Checking at halftime, see how things are going, and then get some after-game responses. Um, Banked, I'm going to start with you because I think you are uh, by far the expert on Mayak women's basketball, Bethel Royals basketball. Uh, what are some keys to the game that we should look for? Um, I think one big part about this game is offensive rebounds. Mm-hmm. Um, since Bethel has that full-court press, um, the rebounds are usually like a pretty big part of the game. Um, I think... In this game, I think expect a lot of fouls, expect a lot of jump balls, and um, I think off- offensive rebound. Whoever gets most offensive rebounds, I think is probably going to win this game. Now, now Bethel's played played and beat Augsburg twice this year, right? right. Yes. And one of those was closer than the other. Yeah, but that that was an away game, which I I definitely think um, matters. Okay. But like a week and a half ago, Augsburg was here playing Bethel, and it was ended up being like a sixteen point, thirteen, point. thirteen Royals win. So what was the key? It was was that offensive rebounds? Was it shooting? What what um, won the day? I I really only went to the second half of the game, but I looked at kind of the box score, and in the first half, I mean they outscored them. I mean I think they might have even doubled their points just in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. So. The key was just getting ahead early, um, you know, starting strong and finishing strong. Uh, the second half, I mean, yeah, there there was a lot of um, dead ball time. There's a lot of fouls mm-hmm. and jump balls and stuff like that. But Ben, can I offer a little scoop here? 
I have a um, I had a conversation off the record with one of the Bethel players, and she said that one of the keys to that victory um, back in uh, January was that. Uh, the Augsburg's one of Augsburg's top scorers got into foul trouble mm-hmm. and ended up fouling mm-hmm. out, mm-hmm. and it was a much more closely called game. The first game was not was not closely called, mm. and they th- she thought that Augsburg like capitalized on that. So one thing to pay attention to, I think, in this game is the refs. If this yeah. is a tightly called game, advantage Bethel. I think tied to that, I'd look at free throw shooting. Neither of these teams is that strong, like 66 percent. But in the last game, a week and a half ago, Bethel's two top scorers went, I think, like eleven for thirteen from free throws. So if someone like T. Anderson is knocking down free throws. That seems like a good sign. The other number I would point to is Augsburg is the top team in the conference in terms of fewest turnovers per game, about 13. Bethel is the top team in steals, about 18 or 19 per game. So it seems like that's an immovable uh, object. Unstoppable force. That's how it goes. (laughs) Thanks for the cliche, uh, Professor That's what I'm here for. So we'll check back in and see how things are going at halftime. Um, A question I had for really all of you, because you have more experience of this kind of thing, is what it's like to be part of a campus community experiencing a game like this. So full disclosure, I didn't attend a single sporting event in my undergraduate alma mater. I went to a couple of hockey games in grad school, but I was not really a big part of the campus community for sports. Uh, Sam, you went to Bethel. Chris, you went to another smaller private college mm-hmm. bank. I know you've been at some big Bethel games in your in your lifetime. You live pretty close to school. What is it like? What does it feel like to be like committed to that kind of community when you have like a winner goes then NCAA tournament kind of game on the line? I... I feel like what what I love about it is how it sort of grows. Now, I will say I have I've been I don't I haven't been to a women's game yet. I've watched a couple clips and stuff online while Banked was watching uh, road games. Um, but what I love is is how it grows over the course of the season, mm-hmm. where you know it, there starts to be this momentum. Like it was interesting on on Thursday hearing people who I never heard of talk, talking about going to a Bethel basketball game, talking about, oh, they're it's excited for the game yeah. tonight. Yeah. And so I think that's also going to be here tonight. The gym's going to be pretty full. It was pretty full on Thursday, right? Yeah. And I mean, it's already starting to pack up. Yeah. We're, and we're, we're well before the game. Yeah. So um, so I think that's sort of the energy both around the around the gym. I know um, when the Bethel men's won the won the tournament, uh, was it three years ago? Two years? Three years ago. Uh, three years ago. Three years ago. Like, even the, our big lecture hall was mm. packed with people and just the energy in there. And then as the game kind of came to a close, everybody from that room came down to the gym. Oh. And it was just really exciting. So I think this could be a really fun, uh, really fun night. Sure. Chris, I mean, I, I should say you went to Albion College. You also yeah. went to the Ohio State University, which yeah, does sports different. events once in a while, too. Yeah, yeah. here and there as yeah. the mood strikes them. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to compare this to a Division One sporting event. Just, those are just like professional events. Right. And so there, there's a level of pageantry and a level of outside consumerism mm, yeah. that predominates those things. Division Three sports like Albion, like Bethel, really do feel more familial. Mm-hmm. Um, you're there with people that you know, mm-hmm. um, or if you don't know them, you know mutual people. Right? Or they're the players' parents. That's yeah. the first like where we're sitting in the game. I can tell we're surrounded by families, and yeah. they've been there the whole year. I feel like kind of an interloper at this point. Exactly. But, um, but it's kind of nice to walk in. Like I've been to a couple of women's games so far this year, and uh, to walk in, recognize students from class, including our sports class. I've already mm-hmm. seen a couple of those folks. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I can't get to as many games as I could when I didn't have small kids. But it is, as a professor in this kind of community, it is nice to participate in it and yeah. and support some of your students too. Absolutely. Okay, so that that's our that's our preview. We're gonna be back uh, to check in on the game at halftime, and then we will have our post game response to wrap up this special live episode of the two five two.
bucket for Schultz. To the bucket, off the backboard, it's good! Emma Schultz, the freshman, another big contributor here in the first half. She has six points, it's a tie game, and at the end of the second quarter, Royals pick up the momentum. Strong defense in the last three or four minutes here from the Royals, and we head to halftime with a tie game in the Mayak title game. All right, we're back. It's halftime in the Mayak Conference Championship game. It is knotted 31-31 Augsburg and Bethel uh, banked. First Sh- reactions after the half. Shades of last week, right? Uh, no, that was actually two days ago. I mean, two or days. The semi week. Yeah. Um, it's intense, right? Like it's hot. It, 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 it is really intense. After the first quarter, um, I, I was very disappointed, but mm-hmm. uh, I think having uh augsburg lead by a fair amount in the first quarter i mean we saw that happen at gustavus too and i think my my theory is uh they were thinking hey like this happened to us last time and we know how to uh, battle back against that um you know six seven point deficit and they did and they did pretty much the exact same thing as it did Thursday, and hopefully they'll be able to finish it out in the half. Yeah, well, I got to give kudos to both of you uh, in your pre uh, hey. uh, pregame uh, first time lineup. Through this, Garrett right? said uh, you needed. Uh, this was all about um, free, throw free throws, and uh, Augsburg shooting seventy eight percent from free throw at the half. Bethel's only shooting thirty three percent, and that's one of the big differences in this game. And uh, Banked, you said it was offensive rebounds, and Bethel is out re- offensive rebounding uh, Augsburg five to one. So those things are offsetting a little bit, keeping the Royals in this. Uh, both teams' leading scorers haven't had a ton of action, especially for Bethel. Tate Anderson got two fouls pretty quick. Um, yeah, I would say foul fouls was really. I mean, this yeah. we we talked about is this going to be a tightly called game? It was pretty tight. I mean, there yep. was there was a lot of a lot of fouls in the first half. Seems like Augsburg adjusted that quicker. They started mm-hmm. just pounding into the paint, trying to draw some stuff. And and I will also say on the turnover front, especially in the right. first quarter, I think it was uh, six or seven to one. Uh, uh, so Bethel turned over a lot. So it's twelve four at the half, uh, and Augsburg also has eight steals. So it's kind of flipping the script. I'd suggested at the right. start. But I, I mean, I think a lot of nerves in the first quarter, a lot of forced plays. Um, maybe they sell down half, come out, and I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I, yeah, I have to say, like the, the atmosphere is exactly what I would imagine it to be in kind of a conference championship game. Having not seen it, to have the student section standing the whole time, Augsburg's well represented on the visiting side. I. And CC 429 is well represented. I think we have to report that we've got, oh, absolutely. Uh, so I think, three history professors plus Dr. Moore from political science. Yep. Plus lots of other faculty, our new president, our outgoing president are here. It's it's kind of the Bethel community in a nutshell. It's, it's really yeah, great Yeah, I see. have to say, uh, can I take a minute here to be a parent? Please. Because mm-hmm. um, I've been sitting in the Ask office watching this, working on the podcast, um, and listening to Jared Martinson's call. He's been great. Yep. Um, Former 252 guest that's right. Jared Martinson. Uh, my son happens to be sitting in a spot where I can see you the entire game and there have been a few moments where you went ballistic at the I, refs oh so, yeah i was yeah. waiting oh, for a team it, the, the <laughs> refing was um it, it was really it's a bad. family show i am <laughs> uh, i i want to make a comment on division three refing uh i am i'm kind of tired of the ncaa uh giving division one and division two the best refs i think it should be equally distributed I think it's a tough game to call. I think there's a lot of passion on both sides in this game. Both teams play a lot of press. Uh, 
they, they're calling it close, right? Yep, and they've they got sure. to adjust to that. So I, I, I do think free throw shooting is going to be a big part of this. Bethel's got to do better if it's going to win this. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so my advice is your father banked is don't get thrown out. Like there was definitely, there was definitely at least one moment where you were the only person standing up, arms in the air, yelling at the refs, like, just be careful. <laughs> or if you're going to do it, make sure other people are doing That's it. That's right. Is that what I just There heard? is safety in numbers. <laughs> Join well, the student section if you're going to do that. <laughs> I think I'll pass. I, I do love the super fan in you though. Like I, I was, cause I saw, I saw somebody stand up and I thought, huh. And then I realized, oh, that's you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we have to go back because we have to get some snacks over halftime. And we're going to join you. Boy, any predict? Should I ask for a prediction at this point? I think we need to, yeah. Soon? Okay. Um, Banks, give me a final score. Um, sc- score line or final score? Final like, score. Final Who score. wins? What's the score? Uh, I think Bethel wins 75-70. Um, not too di- – no, not 75-70. I'll change it to 65-70. I was going to say, it's pretty good shooting. Um, sorry. Yeah. I, mean, I This this played out a lot like I said it was going to play mm-hmm. out. Like, I could definitely see this happening. And uh, so I'm, I'm going to stick with my prediction from the first half. Okay, 65-60. Chris Moore. I think uh, there's a Tate Anderson three-point play with about 10 seconds left to ice it. I'm going to say – uh, 68-67. Yeah, I was thinking about the 72-69. I think they took the best shot Sogsburg might have to give, and I think Tate Anderson is big second half. Yep. See, I agree with everything you said there, except I don't think we're, we're in for a big dramatic finish. I think this ends up being a 10-point game. Bethel mm-hmm. wins by 10. All, All right. right. You heard it here first, if anyone's listening. We'll check you in at the end. <laughs> okay, we'll see you later. left and Barker back to the line. Haley, 5 of 7 at the free throw strike today. First one, nothing but net. Ariana Jones just picked up her fifth foul and she is now out for the rest of the game. Second one's also good. Back to a two-possession game. Here comes Selena Lohr. Has to get it to McLemore. Wilson, excuse me, fires a three. No good. Lubbin misses a bunny. Puts it up again. Gets it to go. But with 23 left, that'll end it. And the Royals are Mayak Tournament champions. Fans storm the floor. And Bethel's going dancing. The final score is 72 to 70. The Royals hold on in thrilling fashion. It was not easy.
congratulations to the Mayak champion, Bethel University Royals. Uh, 72-70 over Augsburg. I think one of us came pretty close to that score Yeah, prediction. it was not me. Uh, I think that might have been me. I had 72-69 or something. Nice. It was uh, It was tight. It was tight after three. Close all the way to the end, but Bethel prevailed. Uh, some leaders for Elizabeth Schwartz led the way with 17 points, 8 rebounds. Cap Ronner at all 15 points, 4 steals. Haley Barker, 7 points, 12 rebounds from the point guard position and 3 assists. Bell Williams, 5 steals, 4 assists. Tate Anderson had a tough game, but still mm-hmm. kicked in 11 points. Overall, uh, Banked, I think we have to hand it to you. 14 offensive rebounds for the Royals. I think maybe was the difference sure in was. this game. Oh, yeah. Um and some clutch free throws at the end. Which was interesting because you. the first half free throws were a disaster, oh. and then it became a free throw shooting contest, and they uh, yep. they did it. Yeah, they made the shots they had. I do actually want to say. Yep. Um, so I'm sorry I, to I the think... refs. You you love them and think they did a great no. job. No? No, actually, actually kind of the opposite. No. I, I think <laughs> overall in the entire game, um, I think that the refs were equally balanced, but I do think that the refs were actually a little bit biased towards Augsburg in the second half. I, I don't know. Your you tendency got, is to think the refs are biased, though. Got the championship, yeah. got the NCAA. No, I'm, I'm just saying, Still I, want think, more. I think that Augsburg um, got kind of screwed in the second half. Oh, I see what you're saying. So you thought you thought Bethel got a little bit of a bounce in the second half from the refs. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Okay. Well, okay, I got I'm you. not saying by. I, I, I think the, I guess yeah. I said. That. I think the foul total was 28-26. So it was. Yeah, it, it was, was pretty, pretty very close. Yeah. It was a pretty chippy game. Um, these are both pretty physically aggressive teams against each other. Yeah, but uh, in the I think a great game. Like I. Yeah. Where do we where do we rank this in our personal experiences? Well, uh, that was actually games. the question. Is I had two. Bunch of a jump here? Because no, because we um, talked in uh, October or mm-hmm. September about the twins winning uh, yep. winning the division. Mm-hmm. Um, so now we all just shared in a championship. Yeah. Um, so I'm sort of curious your thoughts uh, upon this is something you're a part of. I mean, I had uh, Haley Barker's a former student of mine, so right. she's mm-hmm. you know my favorite player on the team for that yep. reason. So um, yeah, you know, like I I yeah, I'm sort of curious your thoughts on. I'm mostly happy for students. Like sure. I'm, because I didn't have that experience to actually watch our student section stand there the whole game, cheering on, behaving themselves. Like, mm-hmm. like we're into it to get to share that experience with. I mean, those are their friends, their roommates, their classmates. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like it. Those are meaningful relationships. I've had a few of them in class, but I don't know them as well as any any students do. They're yeah. So I, I appreciate it for the students' sake that they got to experience something like we that. We just saw on so the we're, screen. We're watching highlights here. Yeah, and and we just we just saw Banked Mulberry run out onto the court and throw confetti. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Banked, how do you feel? Um. Okay. Can I can I actually tell the story? Of the confetti. Please do. Not, yes, by all means. It's not really that much of a story, but um. So I was watching uh, Bethel crush another opponent. I don't, I don't even remember who, who it was, but I realized, hey, um. I should, like, we're probably going to win a Mayak championship, and there's, like, some post-it notes in front of me, like, all right, I'm going to make confetti, and then if we win, when everybody's, like, storming the court, I'm going to throw it up in the air. So this is hand-shredded artisanal confetti. Yeah, I I have, uh, I think there's a couple of post-it notes. I think there's four post-it notes, like, one blue and one uh, yellow, and then I also had one piece of um, notebook paper, and the notebook paper was actually kind of specifically chosen because so the um so it's like white and then you have like blue because I mean that's oh the line oh, is oh, sure. yeah. that's two sure. of their yeah. colors but yeah. also um there was a little bit of red which is symbolic to the um, original Bethel colors wow, wow. Bethel Academy we're going yeah. really deep on so, the yeah. so Banked, how does it feel to root for a team that wins something 
Um, it 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 feels great, and like, I mean, this is this is probably different um, than winning like the whole thing because it's not the whole thing. We still have the tournament. We still have more games, but when when you win, when you win something important, it you just get filled up with so many emotions, and it's it's just great. It's true. Nice. I don't know if there's much more to say about this. Uh, we don't know the seedings yet. Uh, Bethel is going to the NCAA Division Three tournament. We'll I think find those out on Monday. Monday. So mm-hmm. we will keep you posted. Hopefully they're playing deep into the tournament. In our next episode, we can let you know where they are. Uh, or maybe we'll just do another special episode. Can this I ask is pretty one great. thing real quick of Sam. Chris Moore. Yes. Was this worth the watch? Oh, a thousand percent. There we go. Yeah. Ah, score one for. It was also yeah. worth the podcast. So we threw yeah. this together very last minute, um, wondering, should we do something? What should we do? So I think we came up with this idea right after, uh, the actual 252 class. We talked That's really right. quickly after yeah. that and threw this together. And I think it, uh, it's one of our, one of our best episodes. It was a lot of fun. Thanks for doing this. Ben, yep. thanks for joining us on this. You're great. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think it's just for Chris to wrap us up. What do you say? Well, on this day, above all days, on behalf of my colleagues here about the university, go Royals. <laughs> <laughs>